up tonight on Max Wrestling. Adam Copeland is all elite. Fast lane predictions and NXT stacks the decks next week while Dynamite celebrates four years. It's Thursday. You know what that means. This is your captain speaking. He is El Jefe, Moses Marquez. Welcome to Max Wrestling episode 448. Coming off an incredible night at Russell Dream and the buzz has just continued ever since. Um, Adam Copeland has been all over wrestling social media for the last four days straight. Um, but th- th- there's been plenty of WWE in the news too. Not all great, but we'll get into that. Here and there somewhere. But before we do to get any of this week's make ham, make sure you're subscribed to us right here on youtube.com forward slash Max Wrestling. Follow us on SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever it is you get your podcast, and find us uh, on our lovely map of website, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. But first, let's, uh, before we jump into the fascinating preventions, I should say, we're going to skip over the Friday Night 3 away, but we cannot forget some impact. So let's get to impact in three, two. Impact in three, two, one. Impact kicked off with the X Division Championship as Chris Saban defeated Alan Angels. We then saw a vignette for Kenta saying he will return at Bound for Glory. Backstage, Alex Shelley is interviewed and says he respects what Josh Alexander has done but challenges Josh to step up to the plate at Bound for Glory. Rhino defeated Jack Price after the match. Steve Macklin runs up and attacks Rhino from behind. Rhino throws a few punches back before tossing Macklin over belly to belly, but Macklin is able to dodge another gore. Backstage, Tasha Steeles and Deanna Perrazzo agree to have each other's backs as Deanna welcomes her back to Impact. Also backstage, Alicia and Eddie Edwards complain about Impact 1000. Kazarian says he will talk to management about ending things properly. The Rascals interrupt Yu Yu Yuera's farewell and get into a brawl with San- until Santino makes it an official match as the Rascals then defeat uh, Joe Hendry and Yuya. In a Memphis street fight, Tommy Dreamer and Heath defeat Kenny King and Sheldon Jean after the match. Crazy Steve attacks Tommy Dreamer with his briefcase. It's announced that Scott Damore will induct Mike Tenay and Don West into the Hall of Fame at Bound for Glory, while Gail Kim will induct Tracy Brooks. ABC pitches a fan's revenge lumberjack strap match to John Skyler. Skyler points out that Hotch is MIA. ABC then tells Skyler to go find a partner. Jonathan Gresham defeated Mike Bailey and Trinity defeated Giselle Shaw in the main event after the match. Uh, Evans ambushed Trinity until Mickey James made the save before challenging Trinity at Bound for Glory. That's your impact been left, and now let's jump into the fast lane. Right, fast lane predictions. Um, I got a feeling this is not the final card because we still got SmackDown tomorrow when there's only five matches. I was just gonna say five is is, is short even for Eastenders, but okay. Literally half as many matches that was at Wrestle Dream main card. Yep. Um, and WWE don't do matches on the pre-shows anymore, so this is all we got so far. And I know they're not all going 30 minutes, so... No, I don't know why they stopped doing matches on the on the, uh, the kickoff shows, because now it's just the panelists talking shit for an hour straight. Yeah, and a, lot of the same, and a lot of the same videos that you'll fucking see in the show. Yeah. I, I used to quite like the kickoff shows. Yeah, they talk some shit, but then you get a match or two, but now it's just them talking shit for an hour. Yeah, but then they were also like the crap matches, though. Yeah. So, eh. 
It, it was nice to see the fans filing in, and it was like, oh, who's wrestling? I don't give a shit. Right, or the weirdos being like, are they recording? <laughs> I used to love those looks like, oh, my God, they're on television. I'm like, yeah, we know. <laughs> it's fucking, you're, you're at a pay-per-view, bud. Or PLE. You get Truth or somebody just running in. Yes, bro. <laughs> God, I love Truth. Ah, uh, okay. So, uh, let, let's kick it off with a six-man tag: the LWO, which Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, and Ivor, Joaquin Wild or Cruz del Toro. We don't know which one yet. Mm-hmm. Versus Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. When the hell did Bobby Lashley get with the Street Profits? Oh, a few what weeks the ago, they did. They turned heel too. Fuck, have I missed? Oh my goodness gracious! I got to go back and watch something. Um. Oh my god, this I'm, 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 if you can't tell already, I'm out of the fucking loop skis. Um, <laughs> but I'm very intrigued with this Bobby Lashley Street Profits. You said heel run? Yeah. How in the hell? I love uh, it. It, it. It's basically Lashley's been coming out, staring down usually the LWO. Then the Street Profits come out, beat him up. But then when he gets to match time, the Street Profits lose. Um, but I'm I'm sensing a possible turn from Santos on Ray and also Street Profits need a win so I'm going for the Street Profits I'm going to line up with you on this one I just you're telling me Bobby Lashley is going to lose I mean, I'm going to say it I'm going to say it like like Kevin Nashwood in, in the 90s you're going to tell me Bobby Lashley is going to lose to a bunch of Mexicans <laughs> no, I don't think so no, it's a, in, all, in all serious and all jokes um, I just think that this shit like again this is from the outside perspective now understand that part and for anybody listening, that already sounds intriguing as fuck to see Bobby Lashley. He's been a great heel in the E, by the way, who was for fucking his entire run, mind you, even back before when he was in the head shaving business. But then to, to have the fucking street profits go heel and work with him and like it. Yeah, you're going to make him lose a bunch. But then, hell, it's PLE. So it's time for them to get a dub. Yeah, that's what you do. I like it. And it's. Lashley's first time actually wrestling since I don't know how long. Oh, then hell yeah, it's definitely a dub. He's uh he's pretty much become his own mouthpiece. He's the leader of the group, and he's also just the dude in the suit while the henchmen do the dirty work. You know, I don't hate <clears throat> I don't hate that because he did it all in Impact. Yeah, like people don't remember. And if you you know, let me stop myself, they downplay what he did in Impact. Is he a little stale? Yeah. Yeah, but guess what? That's like eighty-eight percent of the fucking e, bud. You yeah. know what I mean? It's it, it's something that just happens. So he's not uh, the greatest talk in the world. He can he, he but he is a total package. He's a whole thing. Speaking of stale, Charlotte Flair is in a championship match. Eo Fitch, Eo Sky defending the WWE Women's Championship against Oscar and Charlotte Flair in a triple threat match. Uh, I'd love to see EO continue and go on a good run, but I, I smell a title change. I do too, but I mean, like, what a setup. Oh, God. Um, when you throw, like, see, like, when you throw Asuka in there, it's always a monkey wrench, and it's just like, just give her, just let her run with it forever. But then EO's had, uh, it's been quiet. It's been a quiet run, but she did yeah. run. Um, but yeah, then there's, you know, it's just Charlotte and 
God. I, and I'm going to say like this, seeing John and Charlotte just makes me fucking go all the way back to like 2013 in my head. And I'm just <laughs> like, oh, God, I know this outcome. Um, but yeah, I, ha- I have to go with a f- I will. You know, I'm obviously this, I have to watch now. I have to. But um, if Charlotte wins, I'm just going to go get another beer. But if EO wins or Oscar wins, I'll actually pop. So uh, give me Charlotte just so, you know, I can, you know. Indulge myself. Yeah, uh, I think Charlotte's a safe bet, even though we don't want it to be. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, what What's she on now? Fifteen. Uh, I want to say fifteen. That's where I, my brain was going. I was like, "Is this tie the record, or is this, you know, still yeah, there?" I, th- I think like, she's no, one of fourteen. This, oh, please be fourteen. Let me take a look. I don't need this some fucking dumbass announcement celebration. Blah, 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 blah. Out comes Rick. Fucking Rick Flair, man. I, I understand you want to support, you know, your kid, but he was like, oh, the five minutes of match time Charlotte had was the best part of SmackDown. He is the fucking most biased son bitch in the world, <laughs> this guy. And I love him, though. I love him to death, but hey. Yeah, look, she's, bro. she's a 14-time women's champion. <clears throat> oh, thank Jesus Christ. Look, hey. I, I'm all for like hyping up your own kid. I am okay. I, I, I coach my kid in in, in in football for crying out loud, and so in footy. And guess what? I could literally have him play a, a variant of a number nine and just go out there and hauling it up, sun it up, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I've got two kids that are fucking ninety times better than he is. Guess what? That <laughs> goddamn kid's the fucking best keeper I ki- I got. He's the only one who uses his hands. So guess where? That's where he is. You don't have to always praise your fucking child, but not that much. I mean, Jesus Christ. There was other, there's other good things on this show. I caught the raw highlights. Shockingly, Beer was right, dude. Like, it was a really good episode. Made you want to go back and rewatch the whole, made me want to go back and rewatch the whole darn thing. But yeah, dude, calm down, Rick. Calm down. Uh, all right. So that's probably Final 15 for Charlotte. Then, then she That's just needs fine. one more, then she can go away. No, because here's my whole fun thing. Because now, guess what? The fucking the other brand's title just looks just like her daddy's old title. And I have a very funny feeling that, like, for like the, her seventeenth, she'll win that one or some bullshit. There's gonna be some cool, weird, like thing. I can already see it. So Rhea's gonna lose at some point, and I'm already disappointed. Oh, let's not do that. Ah, uh, okay. See it coming. Uh, Dream Team, John Cena and LA Knight taking on the Bloodline, uh, Jimmy Uso and Solo Sikoa. I thought Jimmy wasn't officially back in the Bloodline yet, but there we go. Sure, why not? um, They said it's an Uso, goddammit. He and Solo are not quite a cohesive unit. There's a little bit of tension between them. Um... Jimmy, Jimmy's like happy-go-lucky right now, and Solo's just like straight-faced killer look. He'll, he, and, it, and it's great. Works for him. Works perfectly yeah. for him. But yeah, there's an animosity for sure. But then you got you called him the dream team, and that it just it's hey look it's it's the guy that replaced the two guys at LA Knight's trying to copy according to Kevin Nash. So it works perfectly. Okay, there you go, Kevin. I, I helped you out one time. But I mean, come on, this fucking. You're telling me, bro, if I had this team fucking 12 years ago, 14 years ago, that you wouldn't pop at them? I'd pop my fucking Nalgas off. These guys are awesome looking. They look like the stereotypical fucking Vince McMahon tag team, by the way, too. But um, <laughs> there's no way they can lose. 
I'm sorry, John's not fucking giving out fucking wins unless they're singles wins. If he's in a tag mm-hmm. match, he's winning it. it. This is still big match, John. Yeah. Okay. Under, understand the last name in front of the John. All right. This motherfucker ain't losing to nobody's. And I'm not saying like Jimmy and and, and Sequoia and Solo aren't aren't fucking uh, are nobodies. But this is a throwaway. This is oh hey it's on there hey whatever we're, we're if this was a one on one yeah probably again Cena's probably going down but this ain't so and these cats to the moon there, there's no reason to protect the bloodline anymore they're not protected anymore oh dude yeah I was gonna say the only one protected is the top dog and then he ain't even well, around I'm about to say I was like he, <laughs> I haven't heard of that cat in a minute I think he's at home hanging out with his daughter. Yeah, we me. uh, we just passed a hundred days without a title defense. Jesus Christ! And if I get a hundred days without a fucking appearance, that's and he's definitely had at least four weeks off. See now, no, wait, now we worked we're... it out last week. I think it was eight weeks. You're cheating the system, bruv. Cheating the system. You're doing it worse than Brock did. Let me just go with that one. You're yeah, doing it the... worse than Brock did. The big comparison that came out, I think it was this week, that he is now uh, overtaken The Rock and and Austin combined of their 16 reigns as uh, as champion. But how often were they there? Every fucking week. Every fucking week. Every single week. They were out talking shit, doing something. They actually wrestled pretty much almost every week on yeah. Raw and SmackDown too. Yeah, don't forget that part. Even if it was shit matches in the middle or the main event. They yeah, we had working. Ma- we had matches like Triple H and Taker versus Rock and Austin on free TV regularly. Regularly. And then we'd have like the fucking uh like the, the throwaway shits where you'd get like the well, I don't know, I, I would enjoy it. It's like the, the Rock and Crispin Wall, or you'd get like the Rock and Jericho when Jericho was coming up. Yeah. And, or fucking Stone. Goddamn, Stone Cold and um, son of a bitch. Uh, I, um, I just fucking had it in my head. Uh, didn't he wrestle? No, I don't think he wrestled Eugene. But like, oh no, uh, he was sheriff around that time. There it is. I'm just throwing all that fun stuff out there. But the fact is, is look, they were constantly on television. They were constantly doing something, whether it was fucking shit matches or not shit matches. They were there. They were doing more than just having a conversation. So. Mm. What the fuck, Roman? Uh, so, yeah, that's two for Cena and Knight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, where we get next? Oof. Last man standing for the World Heavyweight title, Shinsuke versus Seth. Now, you, you got to give it to Nakamura this time, right? Right. They, they've made a big deal out of addressing Seth's very real back issues. And then you go and put him in a last man standing match. Yeah, this guy apparently, if I'm not, didn't he say that, he said that he's been dealing with back issues since Mania? Which oh, was longer, in, for a couple of years, I think. Oh, fucking hell. So, how you're able to bump, for as long as you're able to bump, and keep fucking going, blows my mind. Um. So, yeah, you gotta, you know, you gotta give it a Shinsuke, and it's... And the reason is, is because, like, isn't this his third shot at it? Um, like, or at least I'm sure they've had at least one other match prior, yeah, right? Yeah, it's his second match with Seth. 
I think it's maybe his fourth world title match overall. Yeah. In WWE. But this, being that it's a last man standing match, this has to end with with Shinsuke doing some kind of considerable damage to Seth's back so Mm -hmm. that he can't stand up. I love it. And then he goes off and gets surgery. Please, like, come on, like, give the guy a break, let him go away, let him go get surgery on his back, be out a fucking year, because back surgery, I mean, serious shit, you know, and then fucking let Shinsuke run. I don't yeah. understand, like, why we're not, why he hasn't been given a run. I don't understand. If he's worthy enough to keep putting him against your guys' top star in fucking Seth Rollins, why haven't we given him a real shot yet? Yeah, I know he's, he's loved by by fucking pop by Paul by Paul by fucking Papa H. So what's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Yeah, well, maybe it's finally his time. I mean, I know we almost had him with AJ. It didn't quite go according to plan. The what ifs, bruv. The what ifs. I hate the fact that we know they could have done better because we saw a much better match a couple of years before. And, and and yes, you want to? We can you can throw in the oh, we'll look at the promotion difference and the blah 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 and the hoopla hoopla. But guess what? This is mania. This wasn't a Monday Night Raw. This was this wasn't some bullshit. This wasn't a fucking fast lane. This was WrestleMania. You could hell um, look at the matches like Sammy uh, Sammy Zayn and Kevin Owens had in NXT. They're even there in their big shows. They are very indie s. Why couldn't they have a New Japan-esque style match that got them over for what they did in Japan and then mm. just have that small tweak of an outcome? And then, oh, brother, you beat me, brother. Oh, you're the world heavyweight champ. Oh, hug. Wham! Then a fucking low blow. Oh, my God, he turns on AJ. This is the best new heel champ we've had since I don't fucking know whom, you know. And But no. But no, it, it, it was, you know, oh, no, it's not your time. There's something, there's not it. So then you turned him heel anyway, and it just, it derailed what a lot of people really loved in, the, in, in his ori- in, initial run. Yeah. Was all that, and, it, and you guys fucked it, and you're still trying to get it back. That was the fucking chance. You not you may not get another one. Yeah, You yeah. may not get another one. This may be it for Shinsuke, uh, and he's not a young man anymore. No, I, maybe that was one of the biggest problems with his feud of AJ that they they both went into it as baby faces, and yeah, there was that's... no there was no real animosity. Whereas you go back to Wrestle Kingdom, AJ was the heel, Shinsuke was the face, AJ was with Bullet Club. Mm-hmm. Um, but look at the run Shinsuke's been on now as a, as a top heel against the world champion. This is true. Look like an absolute killer. So now's the now's the time, and they've also been emphasizing the. Holy fuck out of his mixed martial arts So like come on Nick Now's a perfect yeah. chance Like you said Do major ba- damage to his back Make it a neck injury Or whatever Let Seth go get healed Like remember when Shawn Michaels First came back from his major back surgery First thing Triple H did Was smack him in the back with a sledgehammer Yeah <laughs> What an asshole But hey that, That's how you get sympathies You know what I mean That was that was work on the crowd to the to the best of the degrees that these guys know how to do. Yeah. Or did, oh, I should say. Also caused Jim Ross to call him a bastard. Ah, oh, you bastard. God damn, <laughs> I fucking... See, that's what I love. That's what I miss about it. Uh, Jim Ross, and that's why I hate that a little bit why he's in AEW. He's not calling anybody a bastard or a son of a bitch. No. I, I think he tried a little bit when he first came in, but he's, they've kind of dialed him down a lot. They're like, hey, just be the old guy. And I'm like, no, call him a, call him a bastard. Ah, oh, you bastard. <laughs> 
Say the line, Jim. Bastard. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we're all popping. Okay. Um, fifth match on the show. Fifth and final match on the show so far. Uh, Judgment Day defending the tag team titles against Cody and Jay. Because Cody Rhodes seems to be, well, and Sami Zayn actually is Jay Uso's biggest advocate right now. That sounds so goddamn weird still. So goddamn weird. Even yeah. though I know, you know, Jay had gone away and blah, 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 and the hoop, blah, blah, blah. It's just still weird as fuck. It hasn't processed fully for me, okay? It's been a couple of months. It's been a couple of months. Um, but yeah, they're a fucking, they're a throwaway team. No disrespect. Not trying to be an asshole. But it's the truth. They're a fucking throwaway team. Um, the Judgment Day are on absolute goddamn fire. Uh, they just need a world title. I hate saying it like that, but it's the fucking truth. They need a world title. Uh, so, yeah, God, Judgment Day has to retain. It makes yeah. no sense. No fucking sense to give Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso a random. This isn't 1999. No. This isn't 1999 where the likes of fucking like. You know, when fucking Mankind and Austin first won the tag titles, you're like, what the fuck? That actually happened? You know, yeah, and fucking, Dude Love. And Dude Love. Oh, God, fuck. Yes, Dude Oh, Love. I mean, Dude Love was his replacement, wasn't he? Yeah, it was Austin yep. and Michaels, and then Austin and Dude Love. The, <laughs> I'm watching the Titan in my head. Don't worry, Austin, <laughs> baby. I'm going to come and save you. And they're like, what the fuck? Oh, God. Never have I seen days. a more confused look on a man's face. No, never, never in a million years. <laughs> Oh God! It's it was just the fucking best. Uh, see, it's good times. Go back to having fun. Go back to having fun. Yeah. So I, I kind of sense Jay and Cody are probably going to work well together, and then something's going to happen where one will accidentally hit the other. Um, but I don't see Judgment Day dropping the titles. I'm just going um, with the numbers, but yeah, no, they can't. They're too fucking good right now. Also, like I don't see them breaking up anytime soon either, because. Dom just won the North American title back. Mm-hmm. And I've seen reports this week that there's no immediate plans for Damian Priest to cash in. And why would there be? There's nothing worth it right now. Like, um, if anything, like, I, I don't, because I, I would say maybe you can have something cool where, like, he'll go against Shinsuke maybe in, like, the next month or so. And you can have Finn, like, feeding him shit. Like, oh, I used to work with this guy. You could play it up some kind of cool way if, if they are smart enough to do that, which I don't think they are. But yeah. heaven forbid I threw that idea out there for him. But I just don't. He's not beating Roman. And no. to, to, to see him, let's really think about it for a minute. To see him as world champ with Finn Balor right next to him is going to be weird as fuck. So, in reality, he should probably, he's going to have to leave. The, the, the group's going to have to break up in order for him to cash in successfully. Yeah, unless there's a cop-out and he cashes in on a, on a lower card title. Yeah, that's true. I, I keep forgetting that part. I just don't, I'm at the point of, if you're going to do that, you might as well have either a second money in the bank or get rid of money in the bank. Yeah. Like it's 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 if you're gonna if we're gonna start going for the U.S. and IC fucking title on a regular basis, you know, I, the NXT. Who else did it for? Did anybody do it for an NXT belt? Uh, Rhea. No, Charlotte. Charlotte. I was about to say yeah, Charlotte's done that. I was like, that was kind of cool. I like that. That wasn't a terrible move. And it but, wasn't really like kayfabe. It wasn't really her decision. Like Rhea challenged her to cash it in on her. 
Yeah, which, but again, it worked out in storyline. So I guess it, it it played its role. It played a role, which works. Yeah. But even then, I could see the idea of going down to be the NXT champ. Like, let me go be the. Okay, all right, that you're the head of NXT. You know what I mean? You're probably going to bring that belt up to the main roster. The blah 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 blah. But you're really going to cash in to be IC champ. Like you're going to cash in. That just sounds bad. Yeah, that I mean, just we- sounds bad. Obviously, the U.S. and the I.C. are still prestigious titles, but let's call it what it is. It's a demotion. It is when absolutely a demotion. got an opportunity to go after any championship you want at any time, why would you go after a less prestigious title? Well, I mean, because let's think, let's, of all the people, the first two guys that pop in my mind with that lovely briefcase is the guy that we now have to call Adam Copeland, which is I still have to get used to, but Edge yeah. being the opportunist, Literally being the guy that would wait for you to get your ass completely fucking beat bloodied. Cool, let me cash in, you motherfucker. And he did You're it a, twice. Yeah, I'm, twice. I must say, you is a motherfucker for doing it. And then nobody forgets, nobody will ever forget Seth Rollins and his no. cash in in San Francisco. It'll never, ever, ever, never, never leave your mind. That was brilliant. Exactly, because that's exactly what it is. So when then you take that concept... And yes, we've seen the Damien Sandals that have like announced their cash in and fucking lost. But you take that and you go for the mid cards, you're you're taking a piss on the legacy. That is that bill. I mean, that is that briefcase. So it's it, again, if he's gonna actually use it, you gotta break him up. But you've got fucking time. Yeah. You've got fuck nothing but time. Let him sit on it. Yeah, it would be interesting to see him and Dragunov, though. I mean, hey. I mean, fucking hey. Dragunov versus the world right now, by the way. If, I, if That's the hashtag that should be going around. That kid is awesome. I remember watching fucking Dragunov in, in, in like, PWG. And I was like, who the fuck is this guy? But he was just <laughs> awesome. Oh, so glad he won. Good for him. Gotta be honest, NXT are making some waves. Well, I mean, yeah, they they kind of have to, they kind of have to, and it, and you know what? Good for them. I'll yeah. tell you that part. Good for them, for real. Like, um, Sean is doing it. Sean is doing it. If it's, if, if I remember, we we remember vividly the Triple H area, the black and gold era, and yeah. that was super super good. We would let we would literally go Tuesdays and then Wednesdays and just fucking tire ourselves fierce with wrestling. And now it's slowly getting back to that same way. It, it fell off a cliff. Yeah. And now we're like, maybe I was going to say, it uh, took some time for Sean to repair the damage that Bruce and Vince did. Oh, uh, and it still kind of looks the same, but we're getting fine. better matches. We're getting people coming down to NXT. Yes, dude. You're. You're um, taking advantage of what NXT is, which is the developmental brown, and it allows you to bring in guys that but you don't have to bring in the top stars either, but they have. But yeah, they and have. Not, not only are people coming down to NXT, but they're showcasing NXT on Raw and on SmackDown, which is exactly what they should have been doing fucking five, ten years ago. Bingo. Bingo. Like, I mean, it, they started, again, they started doing it when NXT was first catching steam. We saw Punk, we saw Claudio. We saw guys like that show up in NXT, whatever, and then it died off. And now it's getting back to it in a great way, mind you. Again, Becky Lynch being fucking, like, champion, like, come on, that shit was great. 
Yeah, um, I actually think that's done really well for her. Like it's revitalized her career. Yeah, no, seriously, it's worked well for her, and for and it's been a double win for and for NXT. The, we're talking about the Dom thing right now. It got helped, got Dragon Lee over. Dragon Lee was on the fucking main roster for all of a minute just to you know to get a nice look. All great things, and it's it, it's keep it going. You know what I mean? Now it's like the Tuesday is really starting to become a day worth watching, not a yeah. day, just a day worth recapping. Um. Beer is very much our NXT guy. He's he's all over NXT right now, and I I need to find time to kind of slot NXT into my routine. <laughs> right? It's just like it's so much. It's I mean, so I, much to watch. We're gonna get into AEW after the break, but I got a feeling we're gonna have some stuff to talk about next week with NXT and Dynamite head to head. Oh fucking ain't right, dude. Um. All right. Like I said, after the break, that is all of Fastlane. Make it short, sweet, to the point. I am your current reigning Max Wrestling World Heavyweight Champion. I am the guy every person should be worried about, whether you are MDO or not. He's already proven twice that he can't be trusted. He used Chris to screw me over. He's not my El Jefe anymore. <laughs> You're making my decision for me. I'm coming at the Chris, and then I'm going at the El Jefe. So heed my warning. The MDO stronger than ever. Sure about that? Cool. Moses Marquez, do you not understand what you have done? But here at Max, you gotta earn the and let's just say that maybe, just maybe, we'll use this as a representation of my world championship. You don't woke up something that even you can't handle. It's not too late, baby. You're still MDO. I'm going to run through you like an enema, baby. Everybody is going to hit the floor. Because I want to see you in promo series. Welcome back to the Cap and Mo Show. Once again, drop us a like and a sub and a follow, and you go to find everything you need to find at maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. We're still fumbling, but we're going to keep getting it, I promise you. Still to come, four years of dynamite. All right, Wrestle Dream was this past Sunday. It was, it was long. It but, was long. I mean, I think it was long. I watched it the next morning. It was, it. It was the average AEW. They all feel long to me when we hit nine o'clock and we're still going. But you know, it, yeah. it, they they're not bad. They don't. It's never a drag to nine o'clock anymore. It used to drag to nine because it was like, dude, I've seen so much good shit. I'm so fucking tired. Now they've kind of learned to balance it a tad bit better. So yeah, it's it worked. It mustn't really have felt long live because I looked at the card and I was like, ten matches. This is gonna go fucking long. So I watched it the next day, but I watched it in, like, segments throughout the day. So, and when I got to the end, I was like, oh, shit, that that was actually pretty fast. 
Yeah, it, 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 well, it made it, it made it was an easy watch. That's for sure. Mm. It was an easy watch. The only big complaint I really had about that uh, show was the fucking crowd. Seattle was just fucking dead, absolutely dead. Until and Brian can, came out. And yeah, that well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> that was the only time they really got fucking loud. Was well, no, for him, for Swerve, and then and for obvious, and then obviously Adam Copeland. So. But I mean, that's come on. You you guys got to fucking get more invested. The fucking crowd was ass. The Stockton crowd la- last night was way better than fucking Seattle was. Oh yeah, way Dynamite better. was on fire last night. It's just these goddamn people. I tell, killing me. You're killing me. It's wrestle dream. Damn it, get excited. Get excited. Um, it, it was weird having MJF on first. It was like it was like get him out the way. Um, a little bit. Even though it was only like a tag team title match, he still. Your world champion, you know. Mm-hmm. He's not just Ring of Honor tag champion. He still is your world champion. But then again, he 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 was, you know, the man because he went out there in a handicap match, took care of the righteous. Yeah. I feel like it was a smidge of a burial for the righteous because I really like him. But then again, I'm also biased because I really like him. Yeah, uh, and also got a pop from my body slam. Oh well, and- I mean, come on. I love that that wasn't even built up for weeks like they did with the double clothesline and the kangaroo kick. He literally mm-hmm. just mentioned it on his entrance, and he went, I'm going to body slam you. And the crowd was ready for it. And then I love it at the at the media scrum. He made it out to be like, this is why I consider myself like the best wrestler in the world. Who else is doing this? Who yeah. else is going back to the 70s and the 80s and hell, even the 40s and the 50s, where the fucking body slam was somebody's finisher? Where a fucking suplex was somebody's finisher. And he's getting you hyped. Not excited. Not anticipation. Whatever. Hyped. You're chanting body slam. You're chanting clothes. A fucking kick to the ass. A kangaroo kick to the ass. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Like. He is taking. He He's. 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 In a positive way. And I don't know how you can normally. Normally this is a negative spin. But he's making mountains out of molehills. He, yeah. in, in a positive manner. Seriously, seriously, seriously is. He's taking the, the absolute basics of pro wrestling, taking it back to the time before television, and gets you excited about it. And he's a fucking kid. He's a fucking kid. This is why I say he's not going anywhere next year. He's got such a great he's, head on his shoulders. He's the mother... And he, Trust me, dude, because I'm I'm right there with you. I'm thinking this is there's no way he can go, just because I feel he thinks that he can't. It's not going to be the same. He can't be the same in WWE, and that's it. I'm sure money is not is not an issue. I know he loves Cody, but I'm sure like I, I'm sure we're going to see every other one of Cody's friends go to WWE first before Max. So like when Ricky Starks leaves in a couple of months, I won't be that surprised. No, uh, I mean Wardlow came back last night. We've heard, we've seen his name circulating around, but um, the the great thing with MGF is they've brought in Cody, they brought in CM Punk, they've now brought in Adam Copeland, they brought in Adam Cole, Brian Danielson, and MGF has still managed to stay top relevant this whole time. So why yeah, would he it, go anywhere else? Exactly. You brought in giant name after giant name. Remember when that Okada guy showed up? Who who's still on top? MJF, dude. Like it's 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 kind of scary to say all that because it's like I remember where the dude was. I remember when he was fucking Cody's dumb little sidekick that Brandy hated. 
You know, I remember when he was the annoying <laughs> rich bastard that used to just fucking call fucking Tony Khan a mark and shit. Now he's literally, we, and I used to say this all the time, the whole Roddy Piper thing. He's Roddy Piper. He's the heel you love. God, so, good shit. But, I mean, he's, he's fully, like, almost babyface now. Yeah, he's totally a babyface. There, there was a time where we were like, ah, he's playing the crowd, he's playing Adam Cole, but, God, he, he's full-on babyface right now, and it's weird. He, it's, it is, and it's, it, it is, but it works so well that nobody's complaining. <laughs> That's what it is. It works so well that nobody's bitching. No. Um, uh, how, how many titles actually changed hands? Did any titles change hands? I don't think any titles changed hands. Which kind of was no, uh, we, actually no, nothing did. We did obviously get uh, the Bucks winning, so they're number one contenders for the tag titles. We'll get FTR versus the Bucks for the inner the interwebs are bitching because and the goddamn Bucks book themselves. Name me one other tag team that's more relevant enough for a fucking winnable title shot, please, please. I'm, I'm I'll wait too. I'll wait. There's not one. There isn't one, and it's not because they don't build them. It's because when these guys are fucking showing you, I'm not watching Collision. I'm not watching it. You guys are going to bitch either way. You're going to bitch regardless. So guess what? Now we get a banger we're looking forward to. Now Full Gear is going to have a fucking guaranteed possible five-star fucking match. Which, yeah, I guess that's the fucking, if that's the anticipation builder, then who gives a shit? I'll fucking take it. And then just like with FTR, when they had every opportunity to to uh, uh, to help establish other teams, then you fucking rock with it like that, bruv. The same fucking way. Now it's just going to be with the elite. Now it's just going to be with the Bucks. What's the problem with that? What is the problem with that? Oh, that's right. It's because you guys hate them because, I don't know, they're good. Like, I, I still don't understand the hate for the Bucks. I understood the hate for the outsiders. <laughs> I don't understand the hate for the Bucks. Like, I, I don't, I still don't, I still, still to this day don't get it. But hey, uh, the internet is a is a fickle place. Fickle. Um, but I mean, we had bangers all night Sunday. Um, Eddie and Shibata slapped the shit out of each other. Holy shit, uh, did they ever! <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised Julia Hart didn't win the TBS title, but I yeah. I guess they're more invested in Chris than we thought. I yeah, I I figured Chris was like an investment, but not that big. No, they they are all in literal literally. On Chris Statlander, which is cool. Also kind of sucks because I kind of felt this was Julia's moment. And now apparently she's taking a little bit of break from wrestling. So hopefully it's not because Honeymoon. she's. Oh, well then, hey, fuck. You go do you girl shit. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, crap. I thought it was a mental thing. I did. This is what happens when you don't read the actual articles. You're just like, fuck it. Oh, no, she's leaving. See, this oh, yeah, stuff? I think. Don't, don't respond to fucking, you know, uh, outlines there or fucking headlines there. You goddamn bunch of marks. <laughs> I'm talking to myself, too. Uh, another win for the Don Callis family. But that was um, a good one, though. It was a necessary one. Yeah, now I, now I think I get it. Like, the more they win, the more it's going to piss us off, which is going to make them even better heels, so. Yeah, it's it's a good it's a good thing. Like I, I Trust me, I'm with, I'm with everybody else. That, How the fuck does Katie keep losing? And now Jericho... This is perfect. Carter hasn't... But this is perfect. You're building them. You're Takesta is a fucking made man. 
now. That motherfucker is officially better than Kota Ibushi in the eyes of Americans. Which, in Japan, there's somebody fucking spitting on the ground right now. That's bullshit. Whatever. But this is what it is, bro. And it, but it's working awesomely. Don Callis, and I've, we, I said this when we did the show at the TSK Boys, it's him and Dirty Dom are the two biggest heels in the fucking rest. Him, Dirty Dom, and fucking Christian Cage are the three biggest heels in all fucking wrestling right now. But that guy's going to end up your stepdaddy. One, the other one, Dom's probably going to fuck your lady. And uh, fucking, <laughs> and and then this guy is just the biggest asshole. Don Callis, is, you just, li- you want to not only, you want to hit Don Callis with your car. You know that old saying, like, oh, you got a face, I just want to punch. No, you want to just hit Don Callis with your car. Like, that's what you want to do. Like, that's how big of an asshole heel he is. He takes it back to a, 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 a different time of heelish. But them getting dubs is is exactly what they need and is exactly what is working uh, what is working in this entire feud. Trust me, we're going to get so many fucking singles matches out of it that we're just going to explode. I'm not even kidding. Wait till we get a fucking Takeshita and Omega. or a, Wait till we finally get Kota and Takeshita. Like, when that one happens, Jesus Christ. I mean, they got to go one-on-one at full gear, right? No, bro, you're going to hold it off a little longer. A little longer, I bet. And if they and if they don't, and they do it in full gear, fuck yeah. Because full gear is a main, is one of the, obviously it's a main pay-per-view. They don't do too many of their off-pay-per-views. But, I mean, that's, go for it. Absolutely, go for it. You know what I mean? I think maybe they might even push it, try to push it into, like, Wrestle Kingdom. Something we were talking about last time while watching Dynamite. I'm like, could you really push this? They're like, bro, it's three months away. Oh, yeah, that's right. January. And I'm like, well, they're fucking Edge is already talking about it. he wants to go do Wrestle Kingdom. Do it. Do it. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if we're, if, if a, it's a two night event, mind you, Wrestle Kingdom is a oh, two night yeah. event. If you can get AEW's help, fucking let's go. Fucking let's go. You know what I mean? Like, they've done it before. They did it with TNA. They've done it with, uh, I think, uh, they tell they did it with fucking Noah. So let's this could be fun. I would I mean I'm not again Okada and Edge or Okada and Adam Copeland is not my first idea, but I'm not gonna say no. It's a special attraction. I'm not gonna say no. I mean Edge Edge uh, Edge Adam Cole Adam fucking See? Copeland um <laughs> mentioned quite a few dream matches uh last night. Um, but let's go through Dynamite quickly um, before we get into Adam's promo at the end. I mean, he actually was at the start of Dynamite, too. That he was, which I kind of loved. Renee opened up the show interviewing Jericho and Omega, the Jeromega, if you will. They're right there. The Canadianism. Is that what he said? Oh, yeah. The Canadians or whatever? He just was fucking loving up the Canadian-ish. Um, and all the maple syrup and, and, and just leaves falling everywhere, <laughs> as he said, which was I, I popped. Um Obviously, he knows Chris. Obviously, he knows Renee. He met Kenny for the first time, and I thought there was going to be some animosity. No, he's loving it. Kenny's loving it. I fucking love this. I love wrestling. Uh, Nick, Ken, Kenny, uh, uh, Kenny said he was on the edge of his seat. On the uh, 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 he said it. He said the thing, <laughs> which is great. I mean, we were we were making jokes in it of like, oh, here's Ledge, you know, or here's Sledge, and it's just like, really, we're gonna no, it's Border. Adam Copeland. There you go, Border. I didn't even think of that. That's the best one yet, Border. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Ray Phoenix for a dude who's got a fucked up back. Him and Nick Jackson, again, again, four years later, 
absolute banger. But for Ray Phoenix walks away, still the international champion. He'll go against John Moxley on title Tuesday. I think that one's got the writing on the walls. Um, something. To, so, oh, so, so the whole thing with the fucking um, <laughs> goddamn TBS, bro. Uh. So TBS fucked us last week and I gave AEW the shit for it. <laughs> TBS fucks him again this week and they were almost going to get the shit again. But they end up doing this segment originally. Uh, you can't hear the sound. So they uh, they announced that they're going to do an overrun. They're going to replay it in this segment. Some people are like, whatever. I thought it was fucking gold. So it's Adam Cole who's on this, who's got fucking crutches, got a fucking busted ankle, shows up at Roddy's house. And, of course, Roddy's yelling, ah, from the doorway, like a fucking jerk off. And he comes inside. Come on, I got you a present. And it's this fucking one of these, like, pushable scooters so you can have your leg up. And they're fucking doing a Mario Kart race around the house or whatever the hell. The kingdom looked like the sourest sons of bitches. Matt Taven looked like the Matt Taven looked like you literally fucking stole the candy right from his face and ate it. Like that's how <laughs> pissed off of a kid he looked like. Um, and then he's like, so wait a minute, what did you bring me here? Oh, I need you to move furniture. He's like, dude, I gotta have ankle surgery. I can't, why can't the kingdom do it? I like your eye for interior design. I fucking died. <laughs> I fucking died. And he's one-armed, one-armed Adam Coles moving furniture, just doing the thing. Well, fucking the kingdom are fucking sitting there. It's nothing. Oh, my God. And then he's all like, hey, I got to go. I got to have ankle surgery, which then made me stop and say, wait a minute. You've been hurt for like two weeks. What do you mean you're just now getting ankle surgery? What kind of shit is that? But now that was a great little segment. Yes, they fucked the sound up. Um, but I'm At least they owned up to it and we played it. Yeah, fuck, seriously, seriously. Um, Wardlow is back. He murdered, uh, murdered Griff Garrison. Look, you guys did this four years ago. He just, he, I yelled, oh my God, that's me. Because him and I got the same fucking haircut. I swear to God, I swear to God. Like when I, there's not fucking shit in my hair, we had the same fucking haircut. And I was like, oh, there I am. Look at me, kicking ass. Um, <laughs> but look, dude, what are you guys really going to do? What do we, re- if you want a Goldberg, you need to fucking go with it. Stop, stop half throttling it. Stop changing it into fucking, you know, stop dropping back into second gear, dude. Fucking rip that bitch into five and get going. Get going. You have to go full fucking bore with this. Otherwise, it you're done. You're absolutely done. Does he look like a brick shit house? Absolutely. Does he look like he could fucking tear the world apart with his bare hands? Absolutely. But guess what he did in this match that absolutely pissed me the fuck off? He got blown up. He got blown up doing his own fucking move being a powerbomb, which guess what? Griff Garris is not a small goddamn guy, which I understand that. You, you want to go in there and squash a bunch of cats? Go in there and squash cats, for real. They don't have to be little dudes either. I'm telling Wardlow, get in better fucking shape. That's where I'm at right now. Get in better fucking. They're, they're giving you the keys to the fucking Ferrari, and you can't shift it. That's what I'm, that's what I'm seeing right now is you can't shift it. You have this gift. This appeal, this physique, this everything behind you. Look at Hobbs. Look how bigger Hobbs has gotten. Look what Hobbs has tried to do. He Wardlow has yet to progress. He's yet to progress. And until he can get a little better cardio, yeah, it's his first match. Yeah, it's blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck. You want to walk around like a brick shit house? You better be prepared to be a brick shit house in the ring and have the stamina. It comes with the territory. I know I sound like the old guy bitching about the big muscly dude, but it is what it is. This is why not. Ev- this is why everybody's not that size anymore. 
because of shit like this, because of the work rate, because they get blown up doing little things. So fix that and then go full throttle with him or I don't know, fucking team him back with Max because I, I really don't have much for Wardlow anymore. I really don't. And I'm not, and it's not that I don't like it. It's just, what else can you do with him? Really? Yeah, it always starts off well, and then it just gets very repetitive, very boring. There's only so much you can take of a guy of a big muscle guy squashing little dudes. Yeah, but and that's a, just uh... when he was TNT champion, that's all he did. He was squashing little dudes, and it just got. What? Why is he even champion right now? Why is he exactly. not wrestling bigger guys? And then he had a feud with Samoa Joe, um, and I think he lost it. He won it and then lost it back or something. Yeah, it was a very back and forth kind of feud. Um, they never really had an outcome. It was, I think it ended at a one-one. Uh, yeah, he had three title reigns all this year. Mm-hmm. So I hope they do something better with him this time. I did like the presentation of him just bodying Griff and then instantly after the match leaving through the crowd. Yep, that was Again, nice. Go, go back to old Wardlow. You're a monster. You go out there, you kill, you go home. You're not give it. You're the Brock Lesnar. You're not. You're not getting paid by the. You're not getting paid by the hour. Get the fuck. Maybe on he out needs here. a mouthpiece. He does need a mouthpiece. He absolutely does. But again, fix your fucking cardio first, please. I just, I that was the very first thing I noticed. I'm like, on the third power bomb, he went from wrenching Griff Garrison to, oh, you're fucking kidding me. Like I'm like, dude, I get it, bro. Griff Garrison's probably a good, easy fucking six one two twenty. No problem, no problem. Which isn't easy to pick up. But no. then take your fucking time. Make your power bombs more powerful at the end rather than this fucking fast jerk up. Trust I, me that that doesn't make that doesn't make the effect. the The effect is when you fucking what, what did, you know what Batista used to do perfectly just to make his power sell his power bombs more. He would fall backwards. He would half-ass take a bump because he put so much power in it, he got off balance. It's the simple things. It's the simple things. All right, so uh, Daddy asked in the acclaimed beat uh, Andy Blade and Sabian. God, I hate Kip Sabian. I just want to punch him in the fucking Yeah, he's dick. a creepy little fucker. Yeah, he is. And then fucking Jesus Christ, Blade is aged 99 years. I swear he looks like the oldest guy in the world out there. I don't know what happened. He just threw me off. He stopped dyeing his hair. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Swain and Zack Sabre Jr. apparently aren't done. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Um, I'm already sure they're going to build towards, like, Wrestle Kingdom. But next week, we get Danielson versus Swerve for the right to challenge Christian Cage. Mm. I'm just foaming at the mouth. Foaming at the mouth for this one. Uh, what I'm worried about is, though, is... Is Christian just too hot to lose the TNT title right now? I want to say he is, but then this is also the perfect time to build towards him and Adam. Yeah. This this is going to sound weird with Zack Sabre Jr., though, and this is coming from a Brit. He sounds so posh that it almost sounds like a fake <laughs> accent. And it's very difficult to take him seriously. <laughs> Nicholas said the same fucking thing. And then, of course, they all the boys asked me for, like, a little bit of a translation. They're like, what's posh? I was like, he's from London. And they're like, so? But I was like, there's just a the whole different. side of London. I was like, there's, I said, there's, a, that's what I said. I said, there's a whole different side of London that they just sound fake. And he's like, what do you mean? I was like, they're just so 
I was like, it's the English way of saying that they're so up your arse. And they're like, what yeah. do you mean? I was like, it's just what it is. I don't know how to explain that in American. I don't. <laughs> I was like, they're just, that's just what it is, dude. He, and they're like, I don't get it. Sounds like a punce. It, it just sounds so forced. It just it does, sounds it, so forced. It sounds like Fra- Frazier's back next week, so I'm making a, a Frazier reference. It sounds like the guy who was Daphne's ex who came back to Seattle to see her. And it was an American guy that was playing him, but he put on literally every Frasier fan says this is the worst accent in the history of the show. Um, trying to put on a Manchester accent. Zack oh, Sabre God. Jr. sounds like that, but with a London accent. That's just so bad. But I love Zack so much. But no, they're already teasing for this one to possibly be at Wrestle Kingdom. Maybe even like a submissions match. So we'll see. I, I'm fucking yeah, excited. because... That was the thing. It was supposed to be submissions in Seattle. And um, B-Dry oh, won it with a oh, knockout. Oh, oh. oh, that already sounds sick. Yeah, I know. He's pissed at himself. He was emotionally pissed at himself. Oh, God. I fucking love Brian Danielson, dude. I'm so... Uh, I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you. Uh, speaking of things I don't appreciate, I don't appreciate cardboard being left behind as we got three-fourths of the Bang Bang Gang uh, <laughs> calling out MJF over the uh, Jay White attack from last week. MJF, again, denies any involvement. Got jumped by Switchblade himself when he walked out over the Triple B and challenged MJF at full fucking gear. Uh, Jay White is... I don't know many people that build matches better on a microphone. Like, he belittles you in such a way that makes you gotta go beat the fuck out of him. Like, he... He called Max nothing. He was like, you know, you, you're not qualified to be elite. All this. He ripped him a fucking new one. And the entire time I was drawn like this. Like, you were just in love with everything Jay White said. And it makes oh, yeah. you think that this is Jay White's time. Yeah, and he was fired up last night. Jesus, it's so fun to watch. I missed it. It's been, I, I've missed this because this Jay White was Jay White running rampant in New Japan. Running fucking rampant. He's- now they're finally doing it here in AEW. It makes me want the Jay White title change. And maybe we get it. Maybe we get it. I don't know. It did look good it. on his shoulder. It, it, it does. It does look good on his shoulder. I will have to admit it. Oh, God. I'm so fucking torn. All right. Um, Renee interviews the coolest cats in the room, Orange, uh, Orange Cassidy and Hook who both agreed that in front of Renee that Orange should be getting a rematch for the international title, not Mox, because, you know, Mox was champion for three weeks. I was 11 months. But hey. Or whatever. I love this segment. <laughs> He's just, whatever. Renee Which, sold uh, this segment because they're there both shit-talking about Mox, and she's just like, just going to pretend I'm not married to him. Right? <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to ignore the fact he's my husband. Oh, it was the greatest, most awkward situation she's ever been in her whole life, but it's fantastic. Like I, like I said, dude, Phoenix is dealing with a back injury. There's very, I really much think he'll probably lose next week, and then we'll yeah. get a rematch between these cats at the pay-per-view, which could just be the banger of bangers. Jesus Christ, fucking it's looking like to be the greatest show ever. Um, so we get the uh, the the Jericho, the Jero Omega against, uh, I guess, Oz, well, not, it was like one half of Ozzy Open and the fucking, who else? Yeah. And, 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 and Takeshita. Um, yeah. They got the win. The the greatest part about this, of course, obviously, was Don Callis. He's on commentary, and he's praising the fuck out of Kyle Fletcher. And then the next minute, 
when the second he loses, this kid screwed me. I fucking died. <laughs> I fucking died. Uh, but then, of course, they ended up getting jumped. Powerhouse Hobbs reveals himself to be a part of the uh, the Don Callis family, which awesome, fucking awesome. Good for him. He's a main event. This is the main event stable. He needs this. Good for him. After a vicious, absolute vicious, maybe a little bit too long, I'm a beat down by Hobbs, Callis, and Takeshita. Uh, as Kenny Omega was taped to the ropes, but with fucking lovely uh, duct tape that kept falling off and wouldn't stick, we get a straight <laughs> headshot with a chair. Uh, Don Callis is just a total McDickhead about it, but it was re- relatively relatively safe. But I yeah. assure you, it still stung, still it, stung bad. It, I think it was perfectly done by Don because you could tell that he was yes. doing it as safely as possible, but it still looked pretty vicious. Mm-hmm. Like he did it just the right speed. Yeah, dude, yes. That's what people aren't talking about. They're like, oh, well, he didn't. I was like, no, no, no. The amount, like, it was fast enough to be believable, but slow enough to be safe. Good shit. Thank you, Don, you crazy fucker. Veteran. I actually forgot uh, Mark Davis broke his wrist at uh, Russell Dream. Yeah, no, unfortunately. This guy stays getting hurt, poor guy. But, hell, they go hard as fuck, so I can't really blame him. And he's a big bastard, too. So, timeless Tony Storm. I'm... Just fuck like it, we haven't been in love with this goddamn fucking thing for a month, bro. We're crazy about it because she is <laughs> awesome. She's she lost her shit. She's Marilyn Monroe now. They had a goddamn vignette that looks straight out of a Marilyn Monroe movie from the fifties for crying out loud. She's got this ring gear and she's already slowly going crazy with her or her own mind because she comes out with fucking distorted makeup. And I assure you, within the next month. She will look more and more like Chelsea Green and go bat shit <laughs> fucking crazy. And I'm all for it. Uh, the TSK have call, have dubbed this uh, match the Battle of the Cheeks because obviously mm-hmm. large rumps, just Jesus, absolute Christ, both of them. With the, uh, Sky Blue is getting featured a bunch, mainly just because just the cameraman just loves to shoot the backside. But um, good for her. Not mad at it. Tony Storm getting more dubs. Um, I'm thinking something's going to happen soon. So they're going to have to ride this momentum. TBS championship, maybe? Yeah. they. I mean, I, I'm guessing she's going to take the title off Soraya, or back off Soraya. Maybe. Um, but they, uh, they're killing it with this gimmick. They've ran with it. And every time I see that graphic, I think of L.A. Noire, and I fucking love that game. Yes, dude. Yes. What a fucking way to put that. Uh, and then Adam Copeland comes out to cut his first AEW uh, promo. Talks about Skiva, and he's like, oh, you know, I grew up watching you, WCW, baby. And then he tells him, all right, hit the fucking bricks. And he's like, all right, bye. But he's I love excited. you, Tony. He's, he's all excited <laughs> to leave. Which I've never seen Tony excited to leave after getting kicked out of a ring, but fuck it. Um, he obviously brings up the world title because, hell, it, it's the opportunist, for crying out yeah. loud. It's Adam Copeland. He's going to talk about it. Um, and then he says, he goes down all these first ever matches. You know, of course, Kenny Omega, list of fucking guys goes on and on and on. Then, of course, he talks about Christian Cage. Because that's his buddy, you know. My daughter said that I had to. He talked it over. He had this whole thing with his family, and his girl said, "You know, go be, go with B with Uncle Jay and have fun." And so that's what he's doing. And then this, he even Cage even come or Christian even comes out, and they have this whole reminisce thing. He's like, "I was there when you got the stupid Sting haircut, and you took a picture of Sting at the barber shop." He's like, "You were Sting. I was Lex Luger." And just <laughs> fucking the reminiscing, just excellent. And he's like, you know, he's like, we should be a team together. We, you know, he's like, we could do this. We can win everything here. And they hug it out. And Christian being just the fucking best. 
His, first off, he's stone-facing them the whole time because, you know, at the press conference, I have no friends. Luchasaurus is my only friend. It's the greatest line I've ever heard in my life. He's stone-facing him. They hug it out and real close with the mic. Go fuck yourself. Pops the dog shit out of fucking Stockton. Walks out like a boss. Fuck your kids. That's what he said. Fuck your kids. Jesus Christ, I love Christian. I've never said that. I've never said that. Oh, God, uh, I, love I mean, I was a huge, like, Captain Charisma fan when he first went to TNA. Um, then he had a little run back in WWE as ECW champion. But this Stale. is absolutely his best singles work ever. This shit is fucking just so goddamn good. Which, it, it him being the dog, like, just the dirtiest dog-ass heel that he is makes you want to see Copeland's in first match beat the shit out of him. Yeah. But then I can also see him lose and just get beaten by numbers and it turns into a thing and you can just build towards another match where they actually have a one-on-one for real, which I'm sure that's what we'll get. Hell, even Adam, when he first showed up with the thing with Renee, he said, you know, I want to be here for the, you know, for, you know, for the, for the six year anniversary, 10 year anniversary. And I'm like, well, so it sounds like you ain't going back. That's yeah, what it sounds it. like. So huh, please huh, hang out, dude, please. I like seeing these big names, like fully invested in AEW, like Mox, like Jericho and Copeland. It's not, it's not that I want to come work here. It's I want to be here. That's what, that's what I'm loving about it. So if any of these other guys actually want to show that ethic, if, if a Dolph Ziggler wants to give me the Dolph Ziggler of the fucking, you know, mid-2010s and be invested in AEW, sign up Dolph Ziggler. So, same thing with Ali. Say, sign them the fuck up. If they want to be invested, bring them in. Not, mm. I want a paycheck. I'm invested. Uh, and obviously, his <clears throat> excuse me, his arrival has just sent uh, E-Drones into absolute meltdown oh mode. God. Um, but, I mean, his debut, first of all, was perfect. Uh, it was very, unless you're an Alter Bridge fan, you probably wouldn't notice. He also used a different Alter Bridge song for the, the car vignette. It was the intro to uh, Cry of Achilles. So, yep. as, as soon as I heard that, I knew it was him. Because I'm like, hey, wait, that's Alter Bridge. It I, sounded, it's not Metalingus, but it's Alter Bridge. It sounded, it sounded like Alter Bridge at first, but then again, our, our stream volume sucks somehow. Fuck, Discord pisses me <laughs> off sometimes. But uh, I was just like, what the fuck? I just noticed the car, and I'm just like, well, he is kind of a car head. So that's mm-hmm. kind um, of what my first guess was. I don't think I was as surprised as a lot of people that he brought Metalingus with him, because obviously it's not WWE's music. They just nope. had usage rights. Um, yeah. So it was perfect. They, they kept... Actually, I was expecting Rob Zombie, uh, the old song he had from 2002. Because uh, huh. WWE haven't licensed that for years. I didn't know he used a Rob Zombie song. Oh, I gotta look that shit. Oh, up. he was like, this was like the first, um, like WWE superstar to come out with a really heavy. I think him and Triple H were the first ones to have like a heavy band entrance music. Um, so yeah, he used to come out to Rob Zombie's "Never Gonna Stop," and it was just kick ass and hype. So I thought he was coming out with that, but then you hear. The you think you know him instead of me, which mm-hmm. is nice. Yeah, nice little, nice little twisty. Yeah, they WWE don't own the song, but they do own that one sentence. That's okay because so. his wife said, "Let me do you some favor one time." That was it. <laughs> so, so yeah, for anybody curious, that's Beth Phoenix. Yeah, I would have loved that conversation. Hey, uh, let me do your intro. All right. 
All right. Well, so we're all going to the E. Whoa, we're all leaving the E. Whoa, whoa, wait. Whoa. <laughs> hey, whoa. <laughs> I'm still on good terms. Yeah. I mean, I... let's be honest. I'm sure. Edge. Adam Copeland left know, on right? good terms, but then he didn't really talk shit about WWE, but he did like say he feels free now, which is fine because they did hold him back a little bit. But you, but I know, like, you know, they're going to take that personally. Oh yeah. And the E-Jones have taken it personally. Oh, he's shitting on WWE. They made well, him a that, superstar. There's fucking people crying that, oh, he abandoned us. Are oh, you kidding me? that fucking TikTok has gone viral. Of I just don't like AEW. Right. But, I don't understand why. Like I don't like I like that's that that to me is like the the team is like the the sports fans that burn their jerseys when such and such player leaves. I'm yeah. like, bro, I got into fucking English football the summer that Harry Kane left Tottenham, and I've been saying bye ever since, and not <laughs> giving a rat's fucking ass. It's called live in the moment, baby. Live in the moment. Uh, oh my these... gracious. Tribalists are just the worst. Like, why are you so supportive of one particular? Like MJF said, one was it MJF? Yeah. No, MJF it wasn't MJF. It. I think it was somebody else on social media. It was like, you don't work for them. It was Alex from Alex World. He's a great oh, okay. TikToker. Um, said like, you don't work for them. They don't work for you. You have no like attachment to them. Why are you so? It's like. What not? What's the word? Uh, cultish. Why are you yeah, so no. cultish towards this one company when you say you're a fan of wrestling, but you hate anything that's not WWE? You know, I, I'm, and I'm going to be a little honest. I remember there was a time when I used to watch strictly WWE, maybe even NXT, and yeah. everything else wasn't independent. I remember. I don't remember hating it. I don't remember calling it shit. I don't remember saying. I just remember saying that's. I don't. I'm not into the all those. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't watch from med stuff from Mexico. I don't watch stuff from Japan. I don't want because I'm not. That's. I, I just don't. It's not that I don't like to. It's not that I don't want to. It's, one, I didn't know how to get to it, and two, it just this just felt the easy way. You know what I mean? They've been there since I was a kid. The blah blah. blah. You know what I mean? The nostalgia. Yeah. But then, I remember the day I started watching New Japan. And where I am now, and it's it's I'm so glad I was able to to take that left turn because of somebody like a Pepsi Phil, a CM Punk, talking about New Japan or Ring of Honor during that pipe bomb way back in the day made me research Ring of Honor on YouTube. I remember watching fucking episodes on episodes on episodes for a while just because it was like, oh my god, this used to be Ring of Honor. That's what the hell? Why am I not watching Ring of Honor? Because you know, it was impossible to fucking find. You're telling me, bud. You're telling me. But that's the that's the great part. Yeah, and once upon a time, like you said, WWE was like the only gig in town. It was WWE and all the indies. Then TNA came along and they did a little something. Uh-huh. Somehow they're still hanging in there, but they're they're still making waves from time to time, which is great. Um, considering how they got big and then they really shrunk, and now they are a yeah. glorified indie. Um, but yeah, they're but doing they're great still things. Super popular. Yeah, the impact's like the most popular indie brand out there right now. <laughs> I'm about to say, yeah, if we're going the indie route, they're they're more popular than like the PWG, that's for sure. And then AEW comes out and it just skyrocketed like no other company. You can deny it all you want has given WWE this much competition since WCW. Whether you want to call it competition or not, 
it's there. But it's making WWE step up the game. Look at NXT next week because Dynamite has to move to a Tuesday next week. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Edge's Adam Copeland's first like televised match. It's TK's birthday. So what does WWE do? Because it's on the same night. They out of nowhere stack NXT no with John Cena, Cody Rhodes, whoever else A-list stars on it. Fucking Undertaker's coming out. Undertaker. <laughs> That's been the meme going around right now. I was like, oh my god, he's here. Look at the dead man's here on NXT. I'm like, yeah, they fucking would. They well, fucking would. Cena's there to be in Carmelo Hayes' corner. Why? No reason. Paul Heyman's going to be in Braun Breaker's corner. Why? No reason. No reason. Cody Rhodes is going to make a huge announcement on the show he's not supposed to be on. Why? <laughs> no motherfucking reason. Just because it's up against Dynamite. So don't tell me... They don't feel threatened or there's no competition because there's clearly competition. Otherwise, they wouldn't do shit like this. Petty. Um, but at the same time, yeah, it's petty, but it's great for us because which one are you going to watch? You're going to flick between them or you're going to watch one and then the other? It's like the old days. And it, 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 thank you, perfectly put. Perfectly put. Tribalists never would have survived the Monday Night War because you had guys oh. showing up on different shows regularly. Remember when Rick Rude was on the same show in one night? Right. (laughs) I was going to say, you had guys ending their contracts on a pre-tape show, and then they'd be on the other show the same night. Hell, I remember when fucking Hugh Morris was in WCW and then randomly ended up in WWF for a random cup of tea and then went back to WCW. Yeah. There's a list of, there's a fucking list of cats that would jump back and forth. And then, of course, Scott Hall started it all. Yep. Or was it like the nope. week after he left WWE, he showed up on Nitro unannounced? Mm-hmm. Yep, walking through the crowd and shit. Like, what the fuck's going on? What the hell are you doing here? So just It was shocker. Like I've been saying this week, wrestling is an industry. It's not just one company. You're allowed to like other companies. Even if you don't like them, you don't have to shit on them. Thank you. Enjoy, just... enjoy wrestling for what it is. Enjoy what we have going for us today. Okay, remember, that we, we could be during the era of having to flip back and forth because Mondays was the only day for wrestling or whatever, and we'd be, you know, either you're the AEW guy or the WWE guy. We're not. We have the ability to do both and fucking joy it. In fucking yeah. joy it. Vince is gone. WWE is becoming more tolerable. I know you're kind of. It's becoming <laughs> more tolerable. NXT is getting back to its promised land. AEW is garnering more and more attention from bigger name stars. Just enjoy wrestling, bro. Trust me. You're yeah. going to have way more fun and a lot less headaches. Like the whole thing with All In, like it literally did huge numbers. It was huge. a massive stadium attendance and tribal WWE fans constantly shit on it. Why can't you just be like, hey, good for them. Good yeah, for wrestling. Good for, good for the UK. Yeah, they, good for wrestling. Good for the UK. Let's see if we can't top it. If you want to make it a try, if you don't, if you want to make it a competition, just do that. Just do that. Let's see if we let's see let's see WWE top it. But hey, for for a four year company, fuck yeah, dude, good for you guys. But no, no, apparently you know they all got a fucking you know a Vince McMahon chip in the ass or something. I don't fucking know. And if any time they talk bad, it buzzes them. Yeah, the thing that gets me is they're gonna shit on Adam Copeland. If he's wrestling guys like Kenny Omega and AEW because it's AEW. But I guarantee mm-hmm. if Edge was still in WWE and Kenny Omega came over and they had a match, you'd fucking eat it up. You'd eat it up. That Or 
why is Edge still wrestling Finn Balor? Why is Edge wrestling this? Because I'm so sick and tired of seeing Edge. And that's what it would be. That's what it would be. So, fuck off. Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, internet meltdown. Um, and if you think that was bad, wait till Mercedes shows up. Oh, they're really going to shit the bed. Yeah, Sasha Banks stands are just something else kind of toxic. They were toxic back in the day. Um, so let's just end it with nobody's betraying anybody. Edge didn't betray WWE. He they they parted ways and he's gone to work somewhere else. That's it. He left McDonald's and went to Burger King. Relax. Right. Relax. You know what? I, I think I actually prefer Burger King. I was gonna say. <laughs> Tastes better. It's smoky. It's that smokiness. That's what it is. But in three weeks, Chris Reed will get his shot at your captain's television championship on our Halloween special, October 26th. It's TV rules, longest promo wins, unless it's three minutes over your opponent. But gimmicks are allowed. Special effects are allowed. Hell, camera cuts are allowed. Let's get spooky. Let's get spicy. Yeah, spicy. And after Halloween, our next special event is promo series eight, Chaos Theory. On November 23rd, the traditional winner stays on gauntlet and returns as Daniel Krimis defends the Knowledge Championship against Ted P. De Niro, and the winner goes on to face the captain to see who will remain Knowledge Champion or maybe become new Knowledge Champion. Mm-hmm. I didn't get the... I, I think I got whitewashed against Kenny Keller last year, but uh, hopefully I can do better this we year. All, we all get whitewashed <laughs> Um, but DC and Mo also defend the tag team titles against the winners of the blind tag team tournament as you will be duos trivia. And Beer squares off against Michael Larkin in the first time ever. They'll go one-on-one in a promo exhibition after never crossing the past and they both appeared on Larkin's debut episode many, many moons ago. Yeah, that was 2016, I believe. Jeez, what a different time. And Cypher challenges Moses for the Max World Championship in what could be the conclusion to the story of the year. Will he break out of the MDO shadow or will LFA continue to stand at the top of the mountain? All that plus Survivor Series predictions from Chicago. Go to maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com slash promo series 8 for more information. Information. And now we close the show with the Geek of the Week. Oh, son of a bitch. Pencil-neck geek, gritty freak, scum-sucking beard with a lousy physique. He's a one-man, no-cut, losing streak. Nothing but a pencil-neck geek. Pencil-neck geek. I can be the guy that gives it to, like, the, the all the E-people that are just so bitter and just so angry. And just so bitter and angry. Um, <laughs> but they've been given spotlight all night. So I'm going to shit on TBS for fucking fucking up a basic television show um, that, that for the second week in a row. You want to like push these guys over a day because of the baseball. Like you're going to tell me you're not going to have issues with baseball. You're going to make sure your baseball coverage is perfect. But a company that's making you money hand over foot, even though they've been here for like two years, you can't make sure their sound is good. Come on, TBS, you're fucking up. You're fucking up. 
Geek of the Week. Yeah, yeah. TBS where's, Geeks. Where's Turner at? I'm going to kick him in the ass. Uh, now, I should have said we close the show beginning with Geek of the Week because now it's for the MVP of the Week. First of all, I got two runners up for this. Um, Ooh. Uh, and they, they were nominated for little bits. Uh, Tony Storm for just mm. owning this gimmick and mm. getting her first official win as Timeless Tony Storm. Good shit. Um, <laughs> Christian Cage, literally just for the go fuck yourself line, delivered oh, so perfectly. I want Christian Cage to be my step daddy too. <laughs> But given the social media presence and the buzz generated from his debut, I think MVP of the week has to go to Adam Copeland. Oh, the other Adam. And it's it's still weird to to say his real name, Edge. Hell, he got an Adam chant for fuck's sake, and he's like, I've never heard that one. I like it. It's 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 it is an interesting <laughs> one. We'll get used to it, I'm sure. The great thing about it and why it works so much calling him Adam Copeland is because he got to keep his nickname at least because WWE forgot to uh, renew the mm-hmm. copyright on Rated R Superstar. So he's the Rated R Superstar, Adam Copeland. Uh-huh. <laughs> I thought it was funny because when he debuted, obviously his Tron came up and he had these logos and everything, but it didn't say Edge or it didn't say his name. So I was like, what what what's he going by? Because the commentary are not saying anything, and there's nothing on his channel, so I don't know what to call him. Is is it Edge? Uh, and then it's just like Adam Copeland is here. Oh, okay, so he's it's a real name. Is it? Yep, just gotta That's use why it didn't say anything on his Tron. Should have called him the Viking. No, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. E. Or Sexton Hardcastle. Oh, there we go. Now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. All right, final part of the show. Thank you for joining us. I hope we rocked you harder than Ed rocked the E-Drone's emotions. Oh, Jesus. Before we go anywhere, here's what Moses has for you, Pouncing Geeks, this week on the A to B of Retro Rewind. Oh, God. Yeah, no, their emotions are completely screwed. Let's just go with that. <laughs> They're still pissed off. I can feel the TikToks coming today. <laughs> Um, whole lot happening. Um, so TSK dropped uh, a, pretty much an instant reactions. It was supposed to be more of like a review. We were supposed to do a full review. We fumbled it. Um, we may not be able to get another one. We might though, because like the guys are talking about going back and maybe rewatching No Mercy. And then I don't know. We'll figure something out. But they do want to come back with something. So keep your ears out on that one. But for sure, make sure to check out the instant reactions. Um, we are going to be working on something a smidge different um just mainly just random topics just talking about some random stuff you know who could be coming to the e uh who could be going to the e from AEW and vice versa you know and how would they fit kind of a thing just kind of playing fantasy booker in a way you know what i mean fantasy manager even if you will for you fantasy fo- footy fans even out there um speaking of footy uh so american tottenham tottenham talking tottenham like i said it pretty much been a tiktok uh staple um, what your boy has not realized is international breaks are, are not something that happens um, in short spare. They're fucking relatively often. So guess what? When uh, the next international break hits, which is next week, that's when I'm going to be dropping what I'm going to be calling um, 
an international break episode, which is just going to be hilarious. So I'm going to take and pretty much uh, talk all the last five, six games. We're going to talk the bitterness that happened in Liverpool. Yes, cry me a fucking river. I don't give a shit. I, I've I've seen plenty of, of past of matches where Liverpool and refs have absolutely fucked Spurs something fierce. So guess what? There's one back at you. We're not replaying it, getting to the back of the motherfucking line. Man City is in our sights. Um, but the same thing goes for Bolt Rent. They're on bye week this week, so expect a full recap episode of what has gone down for the Chargers and um, how I feel about them and where we're going forward. Made a trade that doesn't make a lot of sense. Still have a head coach that I don't really believe in, but hey, it is what it is. We'll get into all that when we can. But, of course, the only way to ensure you're a part of that is following on all the fun socials, the Evil X machine, the Twitter machine, Matt Max Wrestling UK at the Captain 512 and an SMR Podnet. Check out the beautiful website where you can find everything, and I do mean everything, maxwrestlingnet.weebly.com. And do not forget to hit the subscribe button, follow button right here, maxwrestlingyoutube.com. And, of course, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, especially TikTok. We're garnering some more. We're getting back on it again. It is a little bit of everything right now. We're still talking AEW. We're still talking WWE. We're talking New Japan. We're talking all things wrestling. We're throwing in some footy with Tottenham. We talk some overall footy. Come get an American's perspective on that one. We jump into some Chargers talk. If you don't want to hear that, just skip it. But come follow us everywhere you can. Yeah. And with that said, join us next week for... No predictions. Thank God. Uh, we got a break from pay-per-views before Bound for Glory predictions the Ooh. following week. Bound yeah, we, we don't do Impact very often, but you can't ignore Bound for Glory, especially this no. year. Um, let me just take a quick look at the match card oh, so I'm far. Uh, we got Will Ospreay versus Mike Bailey. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, Chris Saban defending the X Division title against fucking Kenta. Yeah. Um, Trinity and Mickey James for the knockout title. Ooh. Alex Shelley and Josh Alexander for the world title. And of Ooh. course, there will be a call your shot gauntlet. Come on. This sounds like a hell of a fucking show. In Chicago, no less. Let's go. <laughs> I love how New Japan is just getting their little fingers into everything lately. Mm-hmm. Good for them. Got good good in for there. them and good for impact. Good, good for wrestling. Yes, that... You know what? I uh, I already got a good title picked out, but that would be the title of the show. Good for wrestling. Good for wrestling. You've been watching the Cap and Mo. Goodbye. Mwah. And good night. Bang. There's no sweeter taste than the tears of Liverpool. Ain't that the truth? Sorry, Chad. <laughs>